Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You were meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today, the world needs our sharing of joy in every way more than ever. So we'll explore what it means to share your joy by singing and dancing and the various ways you can do that. (laughs) When you first hear someone talk about singing or dancing, you might assume that they are talking about singing a song or dancing to a Strauss waltz, Proud Mary, Staying Alive, or even Swan Lake. Of course, in most cases, that would be a correct assumption. Yet remember, you are a limitless creative being. That means you are never limited to only a generally agreed-upon way of expressing yourself. We wanted to expand upon the idea of sharing your joy, this time specifically by way of singing and dancing. Certainly, the usual idea of singing and dancing would be wonderful ways of expressing your joy and sharing it with others. You could be shy and only have ever sung by yourself in the shower or in your car during your commute to work. Or you could have been born to perform you could have been born to perform on stage and in front of the camera and you sing and dance professionally. You might be naturally talented in singing or dancing, or you might have learned to sing or dance through the years of hard work. You could be a fledgling dancer or singer or an expert. But even if you feel you're a total klutz when it comes to singing and dancing, you can still share your joy by singing and dancing. After all, there are many videos on social media of babies and even dogs dancing to their heart's content that also bring countless smiles and laughter to those who watch them. They certainly are sharing their joy with the world through song and dance, aren't they? So why not you? I've known many people who refuse to sing or dance, especially in public. There seems to be as many reasons as there are people giving them, such as, I don't know how to sing or dance. I can't sing or dance. I have two left feet. I can't carry a tune. I'm tone deaf. I am confined to a wheelchair. I lost my voice. I'm mute. I don't have the energy. You would hate my voice. I don't want to embarrass you or myself. You got the idea. Some of those people had seemingly legitimate reasons. How can a person who has only one leg dance or who has damaged their vocal cords sing? Well, perhaps in the traditional sense of singing, or dancing, they might not be able to. Yet the most important thing to remember is that everything, and I mean everything, is energy. Not only is every person and object in the world energy, every movement, every sound, 
every situation is energy. First and foremost, singing and dancing are energy forms, not just what we hear with our ears and see with our eyes. So, aside from singing and dancing according to the traditional ideas of singing and dancing, how else can we sing and dance? Well, the basic definition of singing is making some kind of sequence of sounds or words in a musical way, isn't it? The idea also is that singing is generally a pleasant kind of sequence of sounds. In terms of the type of singing, it could be anything from humming to scat singing, which is a type of improv jazz singing and with uh, meaningless but fun-sounding syllables, to a melody, to singing a complicated opera. When we talk about dancing, we're usually referring to some kind of rhythmic movement, once again to something musical. We might consider everything from freeform dancing, like we do in parties and so forth, to tribal ceremonial dancing, to hula, to ballet, and many more kinds. They're all bodies moving in rhythm to some sort of music. Yet, singing and dancing are not strictly about our physical voice and body, are they? If they were, we could say that our computer or smartphone sings and dances because we could play back recorded music on it and it could move rhythmically if we were to have it on a swing. However, we don't consider that singing and we don't consider that singing and dancing, do we? Why? What's missing when we're just listening to songs or watching movement on a device? Ah, devices are not creative. Devices are not alive. Devices don't express themselves, but we do. You can listen to music streaming out of a device and be inspired to join in and sing and dance to the music. Now you'd be singing and dancing. You literally breathe life into the song and the dance. That's why there's such a difference even between listening to a singer's singing or watching a dancer's dancing on a device than in a live performance. The former you experience as an audio or video reproduction, whereas the latter you get the live experience. You experience the live creative expression of the performer. Remember, everything is energy, including singing and dancing. The energy of a recorded performance and that of a live in-person performance is certainly different in vibrational quality. You can hear, see, and feel the difference in their energies. So singing and dancing has a, have a lot more to do with the energy of your creative expression than they do with what many people might assume are their technical definitions. How do you breathe life into singing and dancing? Well, you are spirit. That means you are a creative being. It is your creative power that you breathe into the body that gives it life here in this world. Without you, the spirit, your body would just be a physical shell without life. It follows then, as you incarnate into your body, your body comes to life. Plus, your body's true purpose is a communication device, a live one. 
You incarnate into a human body-mind to communicate or to creatively express yourself as the soul that you are here in this world. When you creatively express your energy through your body in a certain way, you might say that you are singing. When you express your energy in another certain way, you might say that you are dancing. You've seen countless people walking down the street, right? Even though you say that they are all walking, the energy each person was expressing as you saw them walking was quite different, wasn't it? A lot of times you might be walking down a busy street in the heart of the city's financial district in the morning before everything opens for business, and you'll see a sea of employees of huge financial institutions bustling down the streets. It may look like and feel like a mass of harried, stressed people walking. But once in a while, even amongst such a crowd of people walking, you might notice a few people that stand out from the rest of the crowd because something about how they are walking seems and feels different to you. They seem to have more life in their steps. Then you notice that some of them have earbuds in their ears and they seem to be listening to music on their walk to work. Although they are not overtly dancing down the street, although I have seen some people do that, they seem to be walking to the beat of a different drum or drummer. Even though they are technically just walking like everyone else on the street, they seem to have a little more life in their gait. You might even feel their energy being a bit more uplifting. Yes, even though... You might assume those few people are just also walking to work like everyone else. They affected you differently than everyone else because they're starting to sing and dance a little. They might have been listening to their favorite music via their earbuds and their energy expressed it outwardly in the vibration that they were sharing in the world, whether they were aware of it or not. When that energetic expression involves the energy of music and rhythmic movement, it becomes more a kind of singing and dancing, even if you're not outwardly singing or dancing. I often notice that when I'm on my long walks along the open nature areas where I pass many other you know, walkers, pedestrians, taking a hike along the various... Uh, ways and I might pass by 10 people all wearing some kind of earbuds or headphones and listening to something. Some are talking to someone on the phone, others might be listening to a podcast and of course I've seen many who listen to music. Well how can I tell that those people are listening to music? Well they walk with a subtle difference in their gait. You can see that even though they're just walking, they're stepping to the rhythm of the music they're listening to. Their steps are generally lighter and have more spring to them. I can also often tell when someone's listening to uplifting music, it shows on their face and in their step. But above all, it comes through in their energy. As you're all aware, Everyone expresses themselves energetically all the time. If you're still alive here in this world, you're expressing yourself through and around your body. 
that's the feeling you get around different people. You might feel more relaxed and comfortable around certain people, and you might feel like this person's safe to be around, whereas you're a bit suspicious around that other person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, so you should be <laughs> in some cases. You might feel that this person is very angry, whereas the other person's happy. You're picking up uh, just a little bit of all that those people are expressing without saying anything out loud. Singing is definitely a certain kind of energy experience. Obviously, it's a rather wide range of experiences. Some songs may bring you to tears, whereas other songs may make you want to jump up and dance. Dancing is a similar kind of energy expression, isn't it? Dancing involves more movement, even if you're sitting still. It's the energy that moves you. Some types of energy make you want to jump around or run or dance to the rhythm. Some energies might inspire you to move slowly and gracefully. The creative energy with which you express your inner self is the essence of singing and dancing. Whenever you hear your favorite song being sung by a great singer, doesn't it make you want to join in the singing, even if you feel you can't carry a tune? When you watch dancers dancing to their heart's content, don't you feel like getting up and dancing with them, if you could? Those energies are the basis of what we call singing and dancing. When my younger son was about four or five years old, I used to see him walk around the house, but I knew he was dancing inside, even though he wasn't overtly dancing. Whenever he walked past me at such times, there was music emanating from him, even though he wasn't outwardly singing. I could hear, see, and feel his music, his dancing energetically. It never failed to bring a smile to my face and wings to my heart. That's an example of sharing your joy by singing and dancing. Beethoven composed his final and most famous masterpiece symphony, number no. nine, in D minor, long after he lost his hearing ability. It was one of the longest and most complex of symphonies, in part because he was the first composer to include a choir and soloist in its finale. He didn't have a problem hearing every note and sound in his mind when he composed it. He insisted on conducting the orchestra for his premiere, but it's reported that the choir director actually directed the orchestra with the baton watching Beethoven's musical cues since he knew the maestro couldn't hear. The choir director was tuning into Beethoven's expression of the music and singing energy to direct the orchestra playing the maestro's magnum opus. The Grand Symphony Hall erupted in a spontaneous, thunderous standing ovation when the music ended. And the choir director, seeing that Beethoven couldn't hear the applause, gently turned him around to face his admirers. I'd say Beethoven shared his joy wonderfully by singing and dancing, even if he couldn't hear or dance outwardly. Of course, the choral final 
of his Ninth Symphony was entitled Ode to Joy. Is that our theme right now, Joy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the lyrics were based on German poet Friedrich von Schiller's celebrated poem with that same title. The entirety of the Ninth Symphony that took Beethoven over 30 years to write symbolizes one's journey from the darkness of the night to light. So you really can't listen to that final fourth movement and not smile and want to dance. All over the world, people with hearing and speech impairment have been sharing their joy singing and dancing. I just watched several YouTube videos with young hearing and speech impaired women in Tehran singing and dancing with colors, hand and body choreography to music and hearing and speech impaired children in China having great fun learning to do the same. I read about the uh, and watched the clip of a hearing and speech impaired young uh, American mother who has already been a professional dancer, choreographer, teacher, and business entrepreneur. Every one of them is sharing their joy with the world by singing and dancing, confirming that you don't have to be able to sing out loud to sing or move in a particular way to dance. A great singer or dancer could be bedridden and still share their joy by singing or dancing. I've told my story of attending Handel's Messiah, performed by the Oakland Symphony Orchestra and a choir a few decades ago now. <laughs> and uh, that was where it was their final performance of, of the Hallelujah uh, chorus and the, you know that part of the Messiah. And... Um, you can tell people were kind of tired and they've been going at it for a while, but it was the final one. And I was sitting there and it was kind of stuffy and the the energy was very uptight. So I was looking around and thought, oh yeah, the musicians and the choir singers all had their spirit guides there. So I talked to the spirit guides and say, hey, how about if we have a spirit concert while they're having, you know, singing and and playing music? And the guides were all on board. And so I started to conduct (laughs) the spirit orchestra and the choir. And uh, I guess we, we better... Oh, yes, we're going to leave you um, on a cliffhanger here. (laughs) Michael, we'll finish the story after the break because I have to make my standard announcements. Our first break is here, and you can still sign up and join us for our special remote Zoom workshop and weekend seminar for our German and English-speaking friends and students in Switzerland, Germany, and elsewhere. On Friday, June 3rd, that's not too far from now, that's this Friday, Michael will teach Live Your Psychic Life and Navigate Through the Global Transformation, a fabulous two-hour workshop. Then on June 4th to 5th, that's this Saturday and Sunday, he'll teach his in-depth and comprehensive weekend seminar, Living by Clairvoyance, Intuition, and Mediumship, Be Your Truth, 
know your love, express your joy. Michael will teach in English with immediate translation into German. Since both events will be online or by phone via Zoom globally, the schedule for events will be different for different time zones. For those of you in Switzerland or Central European time zone, the Friday workshop will be at 19 to 21 Uhr, and the weekend seminar will be given each day from 14 to 21 Uhr. I hope I said that right. Check michaeltamora.com, our website, for details in English, along with contact information for the event organizer, or for all details in German. And to sign up, go directly to the forum Imlicht website, which is imlicht.ch, or contact Wolfgang Jaeger in English or German at forum at imlicht.ch. We'll be right back to continue with Share your joy by singing and dancing. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. And if you're just tuning into our show now, welcome aboard. Today, we've been exploring how you can share your joy by singing and dancing. Let us continue. Yeah, before the break, I was starting to talk about the um, Handel's Messiah uh, concert and that I was in many, many, many years ago. And noticing that the place was kind of sleepy and uptight and, you know, it was right before Christmas time and... And uh, people are just a little bit frantic. And so I, I noticed that the, everyone in the orchestra and everyone in the choir on the stage, they all had their spirit guides with them and angels. It was really a beautiful scene. 
And so I thought, I said hello to all the spirit there and going, you know, let's let's uplift this uh, place a little bit more. And how about if we had a, a spirit choir and uh, symphony going on simultaneously with the singers singing and the musicians playing the music instruments? And those, all the spirit guides and angels thought it was a great idea <laughs> because in some ways they do this anyway. And so we kind of organized it. And then I realized, oh, yeah, everyone in the audience had their spirit guides and angels uh, uh, with them as well. And so I included everybody. And we, st- as soon as the orchestra started playing and everything, we start to harmonize with with the physical voice and the physical instruments uh, vibrations to bring up the entire energy of the place. And this miraculous thing happened. You know, in the very beginning, even though they're all warmed up and professionals and everything, it, it takes, sometimes you can tell when you listen, uh, the musicians are just kind of, it takes a few minutes to just really get into the heart of the music. And so you notice that progression, but within a few minutes, everything starts to change. The whole place is starting to glow. And the little bit sleepy people in the audience and, and people who are just kind of sitting there start to sit up straight. People start to to getting engaged in the music a lot more. And uh, as it went on, by the time it was about mm, 20 minutes into it, the choir members were singing and, and they're looking at each other going, what is going on? Because I don't think they ever heard themselves sound so completely angelic. I mean, it was just spectacular. Never heard anything like it. And the musicians, everything was just in a whole different kind of a vibration. And the entire audience, everybody was completely involved in the music. And pretty soon it's it's just spirit and the music. It wasn't about bodies, it wasn't about the world. And obviously it was it was about you know the Messiah. <laughs> and so the energy was completely what that music, what that piece was for. Everyone experienced it. So at the end, the standing ovation was so amazing. It was just about the biggest standing ovation I've ever seen or heard, experienced in any concert. And the audience wouldn't stop clapping and cheering and everything. And the the musicians and the choir members were bowing and and they're looking at each other and laughing. They're talking to each other and going, wow, this is spectacular. Well, the next morning, I read the newspaper and there was a music critic at uh, the concert. And he wrote about his experience. He was the music critic uh, for a major newspaper that kind of panned the 
concert on opening day. And then he went another time in the middle of the run and once again said, yeah, you know, I mean, I've heard uh, hundreds of uh, uh, the Handel's Messiah being played and sung uh, all over the world. And, well, these guys were, you know, I mean, they're okay, but nothing to write home about. And he says, so I didn't want to come the last night of the series because I've already heard it twice and it's nothing, you know, I was, it wasn't anything that drew me to have to go there, but I felt like obligated to finish up my write-up on on this particular run. And he says, boy, am I glad I went because it, it changed my life. He said, it was the most magnificent rendition of Handel's Messiah I've ever heard anywhere. And he said it was just pure magic. And he said the standing ovation just wouldn't quit. It was so incredible. So it, it, was, uh, uh, it was quite something. That's, that's sharing your joy, singing, and dancing. Everyone was participating in that. Not just the singers were singing, not just the musicians were playing, but everyone was singing and dancing, yeah. even though we're all sitting in our chairs. <laughs> and the musicians are sitting in their chairs and the singers are standing in their places. <laughs> so that's, that was a great example. Well, a similar thing I experienced in Einsiedeln in Switzerland. It's, uh, it's, uh, there's an abbey there. It's a church, abbey. Uh, sort of a magnificent place with lots of history. Yeah, it's it's an amazing place. It's not too far from Zurich. And um, this place, the Abbey, is famous for housing the Black Madonna statue. Well, I love going there and meditating and praying in the chapel there, right by the Black Madonna. And there's a kind of an inner sanctuary uh, right around where the Madonna is. So I'm sitting there, there's a few of us, and uh, I'm meditating and I'm in prayer. Then uh, the monks, they come out, I guess a couple times a day, in the morning and in the evening, early evening, to do their chanting in front of the Madonna. In that little sanctuary in the area. Little, yeah, in yeah. the little uh, sanctuary area. And so I thought, oh, this is nice. And, and then they come, and I, once again, I get to see the same thing. I, I see the spirit guides of, of the monks. And I thought, they started, and they're doing their regular chant, and it was beautiful and everything. But then I said hello to the spirit guides, and how about if we all join in on a spirit level? And they, they thought it was a great idea. And so they start to bring up the energy and... Again, the same thing happened. There's a much smaller group of men, but their voices, the resonance, the depth, the, the, it just reverberated throughout the whole church. It was an incredible healing. And the entire sanctuary space became golden. The vibration was totally gold and alive. And again, 
the the monks themselves they they were in a pretty serious kind of a demeanor and and doing their chant and they start opening their eyes more and looking around and looking it was at each like other. They were, I was there. It was almost like they were saying, what's going what's on going here? On? <laughs> they all felt it. And they all start to smile. And their cheeks got ruddier. <laughs> and, and they just stood up straighter. It's just everything and everyone came alive. And their voices just filled the whole place. And it was a magnificent healing and magnificent experience. And after they were finished, they just started talking to each other on their walk. It wasn't a solemn walk as a group. They're just laughing and talking and smiling. And, and I couldn't understand what they were saying, but I'm sure they were going, you know, did you, did you notice something was different? Did you notice our voice was incredible? <laughs> Some of them even touched their throats. Yeah, they just, just couldn't believe it. And that is sharing your joy through singing and dancing. Even though nobody got up and was starting to rock and roll or anything, no, we're all sitting very quietly in, in meditation and prayer. And they were just standing there chanting. But it was like a great song fest and dancing. So... When your energy is alive with musical tones and rhythmic movement, you can share your joy by singing and dancing in whatever outward form. After all, you can even just sit in a symphony hall quietly and conduct the spirit orchestra and choir to help bring joy to a couple of thousand people. Or... Sit in a church pew <laughs> in meditation and prayer and conduct the choir of angels. So the theme that we've had for this uh, season here, this 13-week thir season of our radio show, is about joy. And I think as we progress as souls, we realize joy is what we have to come to if we are going to uh, be in that joyous singing and dancing. I wanted to share something very special to my heart about this. Michael used examples of uh, Handel's Messiah and, and that experience with the group and also Beethoven's final symphony that he wrote when he was already deaf, which I think is incredible. You know, what a mind to be able to tune into that uh, level of the spirit plane to be able to bring in and still hear that music in his head and express it in such an incredibly joyous way that we still listen to today. That's amazing. Well, I want to give another example, but it has to do with my beloved husband right here. He gives these long weekend seminars. Um, some of them are open to, to everyone where people come. Some of them, a lot of them are, are for our more advanced students. And over the many, many years we've worked together, he gives these retreats, um, either for everyone or our advanced group. But especially I'm going to focus on about our advanced groups because he gives a lecture and has them in meditation for pretty much an entire weekend from morning to night, except for the first day, which is a, uh, just an evening workshop. 
And when you meditate and run energy and do all of that stuff, your energy gets clearer and clearer and brighter and higher. And I always considered my observation of our group the before on Friday when everybody comes in all covered with darkness and and road energy and exhaustion and frustration from, you know, planes not catching, you know, uh, connections and all that kind of stuff to the end of the weekend when they are finishing up uh, and getting ready to go home. The difference is day and night and the joy expressed by our students. And sometimes we have a group of, I don't know, 60 or 70 or 80 people. Um, This is when we were doing our in-person ones. And I even see this in our Zoom get-togethers is they're so incredibly joyful that they, at the end, they stand up and they, they burst into uh, thunderous what was the what was the word <laughs> ovation thunderous standing ovation and it goes on for about 5 minutes sometimes and that is because when you clear all the energy out of your space you become and experience that joy remember we were talking about in the last radio shows that joy that is already within you that gets all covered over by energy And when you meditate and clear that energy out, you get to be back in touch with it. And boy, if the whole world were were in touch with that joy within them, we wouldn't be having all the issues that we have. So uh, one more example is every morning I get up, I have to feed our animals and I keep them locked in a room because they can't come into where we sleep. I'm, I'm too allergic to them to to have them, you know, roaming freely into our rooms. So when I go in there, they are so joyful to see me. They run (laughs) up and down their cat tree. Some of them, well, there's two of them. One of them will jump to the nine-foot-high top of this uh, cabinet in that room. Or one of them will uh, grab onto the cat tree and really do his little dance. And it's just so much fun to see that expressed in a little cat body. They are so joyful to see me. And that's their version of singing and dancing. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, make our announcements. We're coming to our second break, and we wanted to invite you to join us for our next teleclass, Let Your Aura Speak for You, Energy Work for Communicating Who You Are, which is happening in a couple weeks on Saturday, June 11th. Can you believe it? Today's June 1st, 2020. Wow, we're already here, partway through the year. It's at 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. This class is part of our popular ongoing series. You might be more psychic than you think. You'll learn to do psychic energy work to help you express more of who you are in your life and in the world. For all the details and to sign up, go to our June events calendar section at michaeltamura.com or call our office at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours specific time, Monday to Friday. And just keep in mind, when our uh, assistant is working over the weekend with us, with one of our seminars, she will be off on Monday and Tuesday, or Monday and or Tuesday. So if you call on those days and you don't hear back from her, you will call hear back from her within the next couple of days. And her name is Debbie. We'll be back with you shortly to continue and share, continue with, share your joy by singing and dancing. And by the way, 
I just wanted to repeat that phone number for some reason. 530-926-2650 is our office number. We will be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must-read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's wonderful to have you back. We've been exploring how you can share your joy by singing and dancing and choking. I don't know. And what happens when you do so. So let's keep sharing some joy. You know, sharing your joy through singing and dancing, (laughs) sometimes it could be slightly problematic, uh, as I have uh, this thing that happens, especially with small kids and and dogs. <laughs> oh. Yeah. One time one of the first times that Raphael's the one who who caught it and and mentioned about it to me is we were going to go see uh uh our printers. A uh, printers. Yeah, you know, we were we were there for business uh uh stuff and and these were the people who were doing printing for us for for our newsletter. Yeah, back in the Way, days when yes, we before it was all electronic. Yeah. And so then we walk into we had an appointment. We walk into their office, and it was it was a really good like a mom and pop shop, you know. So the mother is the one who's kind of running the administrative office, and I I guess the father was the the printer. And uh, so we go into the office, and she's got her office all set up. And, and next to her was this nice blanket for her boy, who was, you know, amazingly uh, well-behaved, uh, playing by himself with blocks or cards or whatever it was. And we walk in, and as soon as I, I go hello to the boy, 
<laughs> he jumps up and starts running around the whole whole room and 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 basically just he he just bursted out in joy <laughs> and he's laughing and he's running and he's and and he's talking to his mother and and the mother's going wow what just happened and Raphael's laughing and she goes oh yeah this happens a lot around my husband here <laughs> he carries that energy in his aura and kids really really pick up on it yeah and, and that happens to me on my nature walks where where somebody with a dog you know especially big dogs uh, are walking the other direction and I I just look and say hi and and I say I always say hi to the dog too and and the dog just looks and and there's you know they're not stopping to to have a conversation or anything they're just walking and and then as the dog passes by next thing I kind of hear this and the dog's turned around and is look coming after me and going hey let's play let's i, I want to be with you yeah let's let's uh, do something here and the owner's going hey come back here so you know some people say that when you yawn um it other people catch it mm, right yes. you know it's matching energy so, uh, of course, yawning has a whole thing. You know, that's really a release of energy that comes from your brain area. But yawning is one thing, you know, that indicates you might feel sleepy or whatnot, and yawning helps to clear your head a little bit. But what about when you come around someone at a certain time when you're ready to have it, you come around someone who is in total joy, even if it, they're not showing it on their face, but if they are outwardly showing it and you feel the energy either way you want you just want nothing more than to join in on it and animals are so psychic and they pick up on the, the vibration that makes them the happiest because especially dogs mm -hmm. they live in the joy realm unless somebody beats them down mm -hmm. you know to to be out of it in a sense and same with little kids the, the yeah. younger the child is <laughs> The closer they are to spirit, right? They're they're coming from total spirit into the physical world, so their time, so to speak, in in the physical world is very very, you know, recent, and so they're more in spirit at that point than they are in the world, and so when they experience someone who's totally immersed in the world. That energy is so heavy compared to spirit. And so when, even if somebody just comes along with a little bit more in touch with spirit, then the child just goes, whoa, okay, that's more like it. That's more like home. That's more like where I'm at. And, they, and, and the joy, obviously, it's hard to contain joy, right? Once you experience any kind of joy, you, it's a natural thing. You, you just want to share it. It doesn't mean you have to share it with one particular person. No, you're just sharing it regardless of if anybody wants it or not. <laughs> That's where you are. You're expressing the, the joy. And the singing and dancing part is when... It's it's tremendous permission. That's partly why the energy of singing and dancing 
whenever you match that, you just want to join in. You know, again, even if you're really shy and you're not going to physically start dancing or physically, you don't think you have a very good voice or you can't sing very well or whatever. So you don't join in actual vocal singing. But I'm sure every one of you has experienced oh, when you're around really good music, really good singing, really good that or, or dancing, you just want to join in. And like that example with the audience and the performers, oh, you know, it wouldn't be appropriate in 99.9% .9 of the cases for the audience to jump up on the stage and join in. But you could be sitting in the audience, sitting in your chair and not move out of your chair, not even stand up, but you're dancing and singing inside. Not even, you don't have to know the words, you don't have to know the tune, you know, you can just, it's the, you're matching the energy. That's the sharing of joy by singing and dancing. And that, that at least that's what I consider. And one of the things that I've heard probably more than any other single thing when somebody says, oh, yeah, I met you here, or I, I first heard about you there, or I heard you on the radio, or whatever it is, over the years, one consistent thing was people somewhere early on mentioned, oh, yeah, it's your laughter. <laughs> <laughs> they, they almost, you know, four out of five people, it's your laughter. And um, uh, once <laughs> it was the even the opposite, uh, back in the old days, you know, when we used to have CDs, uh, audio. <laughs> that sounds so weird. Yeah. Back in the For old those days. of you who know what a CD is, you know, it's came, <laughs> it came after records. <laughs> Long before downloads. Yeah. And so <laughs> uh, when we used to have those CDs, there was one CD I, I made of, of a, a weekend seminar uh, all on compassion and, and cultivating your compassion. And... Uh, one of my students loved it, and so she gifted it to her uh, chiropractor or somebody like that, a professional healer. And and uh, the chiropractor listened to it and got this idea. I wonder, you know, this is a lecture. It's not like even music or anything like that, but this is a lecture. But the chiropractor got such a healing from from listening to the to the lecture that she said, I thought I'd just play it softly in the background while I'm giving my chiropractic treatments. And lo and behold, she says, every single one that I did that with, the patient invariably asked, what's that you have playing? Who's that talking and what's that playing in the background? And she would describe it. And uh, she says, oh, that, that really helped in the healing process. And so she was aware, the chiropractor was aware, oh, it's energy is, you know, being shared. And so like Raphael was saying, what's the joy? It's, it's not a thing separate from everything else. No, joy is just what we call our experience of spirit, a certain power, creative aspect of life. And when we experience that part of spirit, we go, 
Oh, I'm so happy. I'm, this is, you know, joyous. This is a celebration. Life itself is a celebration. The actual energy of what we call life. You know, we, we all talk about my life, your life, we're living here and all of that. But what's that energy of life is what we would call celebration. So the, the experience of life is meant to be a celebration because that's what life is. But most people consider life whatever's happening in their life in the world. And so people get, oh, you know, there's wars going on and there's economic, you know, disasters and, and climate disaster. Yes, all those things are going on in this world. And throughout history, all kinds of, you know, very destructive and violent and un unhappy making things have gone on in this world. But spirit is eternal. It's never changing. It's always life itself is always a celebration. How can and and as more difficult as things become in the world at times, like it is currently, yeah. we need to bring in that joy even more. If we don't, we're not gonna make it. <laughs> right? Who wants to be in a world that's absolutely joyless? Now, so this more than ever, it's important to turn within and start to really be aware of and experience the truth of what life is. And we can call that spirit, the source of God, whatever you want to call that. But once you start to uncover, like Raphael was saying earlier, oh, that gets covered up by the woes of the world. But once you start to just, in your mind, just release that energy. Just imagine it, just putting it into a rose and exploding it in a flash of light. Just let it all go. And the more you start to do that, and the more you start to express your joy, especially through the energy of singing and the energy of movement, of dancing, it's rhythmic and you're, you're walking to the drumbeat of your own drummer, right? Yeah. It's not trying to follow everybody else's, but you're finding your own pulse of life. And you'll find that singing and dancing is actually a way of getting to that place inside of yourself that loves to give. So when you're in that joy, you're giving something. And even if you can't afford to give money to something, you can give a piece of your joy, which really comes from the upper and higher planes of spirit. It's an incredible experience. Well, we're coming to the end of our show for today. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that what you learn will help you to share your joy by singing and dancing in your own unique ways. Be sure to join us next Wednesday as we explore the miracle of sharing your joy of silence and peace. What happens when you are able to share your inner joy of silence and peace in the world and with others? We'll see how miracles arise from you doing that. Remember, you can still sign up for our remote Zoom workshop this Friday, June 3rd, and weekend seminar event, June 4th and 5th. 
taught in English with immediate translation into German, hosted by Forum im Lied in Zurich, Switzerland. This is an online event. Learn to live your psychic life and use your clairvoyance, intuition, and mediumship to navigate through these challenging transformational times. Find out all the details in German and sign up online at the Forum im Lied website, which is imlicht.ch or contact Wolfgang Jaeger in German or English at forum at imlicht.ch. You can also check our website events calendar at micheltamura.com to get the details in English, but don't call our office for this. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.